Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my favorite show of the week. I say that before every episode to get you guys fired up. We are on right now the Top Line Entrepreneur. It is Tuesday. Every Tuesday we're bringing this episode to you guys to try and help you guys out on your entrepreneurial journey, which I wish I would have had when I was younger and getting started in 2008. Today's going to be an awesome show, but before we get into it, if you guys don't know me, I wanted to introduce myself to you guys. My name is Brett Summers. I'm a strength and conditioning coach, gym owner, mentor, leader. I like to say leader because that's my favorite thing. I like to lead people. I get to work with a lot of great people. I've been in business since 2008 during the economic recession. It's 2019 and next month will be my 11th year in business. So I'm not always speaking just out of theory and conjecture. I'm actually speaking to you guys from experience. I want to help you guys along the journey. I'll always talk about things that I've either done or I'm studying and working on doing and that's what today's show is all about. Thank you guys for joining. We got more rookies pulling up right now. We got the Blakester pulling up in uh, Maserati and we're gonna get into an important show today first things first I want to start talking to you guys about is how to get out of your comfort zone how do you get out of your comfort zone well speaking of that we're kind of going backwards a little bit we're taking it back to 2011 right now right now and Blake's actually bringing in something important we'll, we'll get to that in a second you can just set those down right here right now today we're at Optimus Field in Mequon, right on the Mequon Brown Deer border. And in 2011, I had to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. I had been in business now for a couple of years. And unfortunately, my gym situation that I was running all my business out of, it didn't end up going so well. And I had to part ways and look for my own facility. But in the interim, in, the, in, the, in between time, there was a gap. But guess what I still had? I still had clients and customers. So I got out of my comfort zone. I came to this field right here. Look, if you can look out right here, I didn't have a gym at that point, but I had an opportunity, okay? So I got out of my comfort zone, which was the gym, and I said, well, I can train people anywhere at any time with any equipment, even if I don't have any, and that's what I began to do. So as an entrepreneur, you guys may, may be on this journey, you guys are getting into being an entrepreneur, you have to learn that you're going to be uncomfortable. You're not always gonna be in the best situation. Everything's not gonna be handed. You're gonna have to go into uncomfortable meetings, you're gonna have to travel, you're gonna have to get put into environments that you're not used to, and it's important. I wanna take this, it's Tuesday, you guys have a whole week ahead of you guys. I wanna make sure that at the beginning of the week, you guys are just realizing and coming to grips with the fact that you're gonna have to get unco uncomfortable on this entrepreneurial journey so going into that next thing resourcefulness as an entrepreneur it is your job to be resourceful and to find solutions so again I'm put in this uncomfortable situation so what do I do now right now you'll see I'm on the back of a pickup truck which I didn't have at the time I had to take my mom's Impala that was all beat up and broken I had to load it up with gallon jugs and I took the gallon jugs and we got to work so I called my clients and I said hey you rookies ain't getting the day off. We may not have a gym, but we are definitely gonna be working. So I tell them we gotta come out to this field. So we're gonna take a walk. Yeah, guys, it's a long walk. It was uncomfortable. It was fall, it was starting to get cold. You can't see it, but my type A personality, seeing all the, the geese turds laying around. I had people out here rolling around, doing somersaults, doing freaking cartwheels up and down this. I tried to stay on the stands as much as possible to avoid it. I held the weights for him. All right, guys, so we're back in. Thank you for waiting for that little brief time lapse right there. Now we're at 
Top Line Headquarters 1.0. Before there was an actual Top Line Headquarters, this was it. I can still vividly see Melanie and uh, uh, Diz and Shalisa and Sharita. I had some good clients at the time. June, Junie Tunes, my, my original people, Catherine Firetag, she was out here. And this is where I would set up shop to train, being resourceful. Now I had one piece of equipment that was actually a legit piece of equipment. It was the TRX, which is basically handles on a strap. So I would take that, come back here, I would take that. I don't think people oftentimes get to see the real. Everybody sees like the nice gym right now, hundreds of, th hundreds of thousands of equipment. So I would take the TRX because you had to hang it up to something by itself. And I hang that over here and I tie it up, hang it down so people could do rows and curls and whatever else I was making up at the time, you know, <laughs> whatever training that we we're going to do. Now, half the time when it rains here, this would be flooded with water. Right? Britt, no, she played soccer here. So, you know, it'd be between the goose turds and that, and then the, the fact that it was fall and there was other athletics going on. It wasn't exactly easy, but I got out of my dang comfort zone and I was resourceful and I got it done. My clients loved it. We'd go marching up and down the steps. I tried not to get in the grass too much. I held on to the weights. We were out here doing curls. We're out here doing flies. We're out here doing everything, right? We're getting our workouts in. Now, as an entrepreneur out there, that doesn't look glamorous, right? You guys see the Instagram accounts now and you see all the people rolling, you know, leased cars or not even leased sometimes, right? I think they said the number one uh, problem at airports right now is people jumping the fences to take pictures next to private jets. That's pathetic. It's, it's sad. Keep it real, guys. Entrepreneurship's not always perfect. It's not always beautiful. It's not always about having the, the fancy cars and the big houses. Sometimes it's actually about taking some humble pie, being resourceful and making things happen, even though if it's a little bit ugly at first. And I think a lot of you entrepreneurs out there are making the big mistake of thinking you have to be perfect when you start. I gotta have all these people. I've had people around me who've had opportunities they had it right there and it wasn't the perfect situation and they didn't make the most of it. And I think it's important for you guys to do it. Look, this is it. This is where we were training. This is where we were getting uncomfortable. Now, at that time, business was actually going real good. So even though this didn't look good, the reason I got booted out of my other facility is because business was going good. I was starting to earn a little bit more income. We were doing a little bit more revenue and the owner wanted to start getting a little greedy. He wanted to kind of wet his beak. He wasn't leaving me anything to wet my beak is really what it was once he found out what we were making. So I wanted to make the shift out. And that segues us into the next thing, which is how do you make a hundred grand? Let's shoot over here. How do you make a hundred grand? We went over this, but I think you guys got to go over it time and time again because making a hundred thousand dollars a year is not that difficult. So if you're following along at home, I'm going to ask you this question. How much do you have to earn per month to make a hundred grand? Answer. Good. See, these guys are trained right. They know it. $8,333 a month. Now you got to remember you got to take out taxes. So let's just knock off 30% right off the bat for taxes. You're left with 70 grand. You could, live, you could eat off of that for a couple months. I would always say double that. So you're at $16,666 a month. 
But as an entrepreneur too, I think a lot of people get into the game of entrepreneurship and they don't have a good control of their numbers. And I took a poll the other day on Instagram and asked people, and some of them were young entrepreneurs, what's one of your biggest struggles in finances and having a financial game plan is always one of the ones that everyone answers that they're struggling with. I was there too. Now for me, I had the opportunity to get a program from somebody I'd consider a mentor. His name is Bedros Koulian. It was the Six Figure Fitness Blueprint. I bought this program, simple as a little download, back-end, uh, password-protected website. I followed Bedros's advice. It was simple, it was talking about systems and, and not having your business uh, on like a 1% tilt to where it can topple over and having different people doing different things and pay scales and systems and pricing and how to take care of your facility. I bought that program for $19 on sale. I watched it 10 or 15 times and then I went and implemented it. I had sales metrics, numbers, all this new information and I went from making about $40,000 a year to making over hundred grand a year in just a few months. So Bedros, I wanna thank you for that. You took my game to a whole new level back in 2013. It's easy for you guys to do, but it's also easy not to do. We all find that in business, we all find that in life, all those things that are right there for us to do. Isn't it easy to work backwards off the numbers when you think about it? as an entrepreneur, but what do they, most of them do? They're thinking about the product, they're thinking about the service, they're thinking about uh, likes and followers and this, that, and the other. I'd be thinking about how are you, how are you gonna get the, the top line, the sales line of the business to grow so that you understand what types of metrics you need to install. I think that'd be one of the biggest things I gained from, from Bedros's program, which when I first found Bedros, I didn't even think he was a real person, because it was B-E-D-R-O-S. What would you think? I saw it and I see this dude and you know, I'm like, I don't know who this dude is. And he talks about being an immigrant. I'm like, I don't know if I believe it. Then I started listening to his stuff. Great guy putting out great information. And I took his information to implement it. Now I'm hoping that you guys can watch this, take the information, put it into your business system, work backwards. When he laid it out and said, if I wanna make 100,000, I'm gonna have to make 83.33 a month, I said, Okay, and then what he did is then he took that down again. Now, what is that per week? And then what is that per day? And then what is that per appointment? And all of a sudden, I'm like, all I got to do is this. I got to make four appointments out of eight work, 50%, and I'm good. That's what you guys need to learn out there. Don't get caught up in all the Instagram, the videos, even stuff like this. Like, we've got our camera set up right now. How much do you think all that is right there? Gimbal, Lumix, Rode. No, it was three just for the camera and the lens. Oh, yeah. Four, I bet you it's like $4,500. Yeah. And then the time to learn how to do it for you and then your salary. Like, you're to this expensive camera. You don't need that. Just get going, know your numbers. When you get to a certain point, yes, you should reinvest. It's tax write-off, makes your business better. You got team, you got people around. You can go further, you can go further faster. But in the beginning, you have to focus on knowing how much money do I have to make to be able to get this business to roll? And is it even worth it for me to go do that or should I jump on someone else's ship like what we're doing here? Like Blake, he was first doing a football camp. Blake wanted to learn what he should do and we were meeting. I'm like, well, I'll meet with you as long as there's a potential of me working with you. Because I know that when I was him and I wanted to start my own thing, what I wanted to do is do something I'm passionate about, like a lot of you guys out there. You want to follow your passion. Britt wants to do it with soccer. Blake wants it to do it with football. I want to do it with strength because it's something important to us. But who can you get around who's already doing something similar and now you can team up and leverage their experience or leverage their contacts or leverage their confidence that they even have that we can do it. 
that's what you guys need to do. Make sure that you guys know the game that you're trying to play and is it even worth playing. And once you do figure out if it is worth playing, know your numbers. Know your numbers. Get out of your comfort zone. You may end up on a field like this. Look, nobody's out here. But to be honest, Blake's done that now too with me. We've went and used it like a high school football field and generated thousands and thousands of dollars that came in to do something he wanted to do. Did we pay for the field? Zero overhead. I kind of like that as an entrepreneur. There's opportunities everywhere, guys. It's 2019. You got a, about a $1,500 or $800 phone at least in your pocket at all times. You got access to the internet. You've got access to people in other states and other countries. And oftentimes people like me are willing to lend you a little advice and give you some tips and tricks and strategies you can use so that you can get off the bench, the entrepreneurial bench and jump in the game. But I do highly recommend that you question whether you need to be in the game or not. What do you think, Brett? I agree. Are you an entrepreneur? That's the question. Well, this will be the one minute video. Are you an entrepreneur? Do you really have any business being in the game of business? I think that's an important question to ask yourselves, guys. Yeah, you may be passionate about fitness or about hair or about nails or about clothes, but are you really an entrepreneur? Are you willing to gut everything that comes along with it? Are you willing to pay the taxes and pay the payroll and the setup fees and the overhead and all of those little things? Are you a real entrepreneur? If you guys wanna jump into this entrepreneurial game, you have to ask yourself the tough questions before you ever even walk through the door. Are you a real entrepreneur? Or are you a entrepreneur? Hey. Was it 60? Yeah. All right, there we go. I like it. Hey, <laughs> it is Tuesday, guys. You're on the Top Line Entrepreneur. Thank you guys for tuning in. We do need to get some guests on here because I'm even sick of hearing myself now, today especially. Been a long one already. I'm hoping that we get some other entrepreneurs on here, even people who want to be it, so I can ask you guys the tough questions and be the big brother who holds you accountable and slaps you, just slaps you around a little bit so that we can get you dialed in for your life, for your finances, your relationships, all of that. In fact, the next show we're shooting is for tomorrow. And I, I expect everybody to tune in for that. It is a show all about how to be a man. The ugly truth about men. Tune in for that, guys. Hey, thank you guys for joining in. And remember, opportunity doesn't always look sexy. It's not always attractive. And you kind of have to look for it. But a lot of times, and I drove past this field from Mequon to Brown Deer. I drove past this field probably 6,000 times or eh, probably about 1,500 times, to be realistic, before I ever thought I could turn in there and make some make some moves over there. So you might be driving past the biggest opportunities of your life. It's time that you start to open up your eyes, think bigger, be resourceful, get out of your comfort zone, and jump on all the opportunities that are out, out there for you guys. Entrepreneurs, get after it this week. I'm rooting for you guys. The opportunities are there. Get after it, take action. We'll see you on the flip side.